Attention, please be advised. The following episode contains spoilers. Don't say we didn't warn you. I was very like, all right, you're going to have to sell me on like how we're going to come back. Like, spoilers. They died. What the, yeah. How the hell? Nerd on. What's up, everyone? Welcome to Nerd on the podcast. You didn't need, but you deserve. Where all levels of nerd are welcome. I almost messed that up. Two hundred thirty-four episodes. Two hundred thirty-four. You're doing it almost. Have you ever had a dream that seemed so sure it was real, but if we're unable to wake up from that dream, how would you tell the difference between the dream world and the real world? Oh, yeah. Um, today we go back where it all began. The Matrix. The Matrix. Uh, With the newest installment to the franchise that, on a bad day, changed sci-fi as a genre, but on a full scale, changed the film industry as a whole. I like that your measurement was bad day and full scale. Yep. Not bad day, good day. Nope. Um, And uh, we're talking about Matrix Resurrections. Yeah. That's it. New film. Yeah. Matrix Uh, 4. Yeah. On a half cup, this is a a very exciting thing to happen. On a Um, sunny day. But on a... (laughs) Uh, up uh, Olympic swimming pool measurement. Uh, it's it's groundbreaking. Hey, if you know uh, what I'm saying, then the language is working. Um, but before we get too What's far happening? into it, let's introduce the hosts of this episode. My name is Tom. I'm Corey, and I am Josh. And this episode is brought to you in part by the members of the Nerd on Nation that is powered by Patreon. As a member of the Nerd on Nation, you do get fun perks like you get bonus episodes that nobody else hears. Well, what time? You get Bullet time. <laughs> you get like LSD, like trips. You get no. You get early access to these episodes. You get access to channels on our Discord server that only you get access to. So check that out. And also at the same time, you get to support us and our shenanigans and getting to make more content, better content. Just get to do this more. So check it out, nerdon.tv/patreon, and also check out our friends, Odyssey. And body audio and apogee. Mm. But that is the housekeeping. Let us resurrect Jesus. the Matrix conversation because we've already done Matrix One. Yeah, we have. So now we're doing Matrix Four. And then we'll do the ones in between. Yeah, someday. Someone. We'll do them. So let's let's do it. Let's get into this. So before we get too far into it, let's go into our first two segments of our show. Mm-hmm. The first one, if you're not familiar, is going to deal with the end of mm. the episode, which brings us to... Guess That Grump! That's it. That's the whole song. If you're brand spanking new, then Guess That Grump is where we're going to go around the table and guess who is going to have the lowest score for this episode because at the end of it, we are going to guess from one out of five. We're going to grade it one out of five. And whoever has the lowest score out of all of us, no matter how high the number is, will be the grump for the week. And since I always explain, and we never have done the same song like that ever. Ever, um, actually. And uh, I, I will go first. You yeah. do it. I'm going to guess the grump for this week is going to be... Oh, wow. Mm. We can't see his eyes. Mm. I think it's going to be J- Josh. Woo! I guessed wrong. I thought you were going to type me, so I wrote your name in next to mine already. <sighs> Expect the unexpected. So I'm next. You yes. would be next. I think it's going to be... I just want to mix it up from last week's episode. Sure. So I'm just going to say 
Tom. I mean, my number's already written down, so we'll find out. Mine yeah, too. we will find out. Will uh, find out. For me, it'll be... Damn, this is hard for me. <laughs> You've already heard inklings uh, yeah. like of what I might think of this movie. Yeah. That I might have blocked those out then. Oh, okay. I heard That's them. cool. I heard them. Uh, I heard both of them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm going to say Josh. Oh, not much of a choice, is it? Um, no. I saw what you did there. You know, it's funny. That was also in the movie of last week. A lot of... Oh, it's either die or or go uh, go to another universe. Not much like, of a choice. Oh, not much of a choice. Is it? Um, okay, so are you sitting at home, y'all, and being like, guys, guys, it's it's gonna be Corey. It's gonna be Corey. No. He's got. I imagine that like no imagination. Uh, well, then yeah, then get online. Go to nerdon.tv backslash Patreon. Join the Nerdon Nation, powered by Patreon, and speak with your votes. And you, if you get it right, you get a shout on the show, and you get to be the guest that greater Gumper greater. Uh, uh, grass-fed algorithm uh, binary choosing greater grumper. I don't know. Yeah. I, I lost it. Game developer. That. Game developer. <laughs> uh, the other, I was thinking of the other scenario where they're like, hey! No, you guys are right. I think that's yeah, a great That's decision. a great choice. I just want to put my vote in too. Uh, and guess what? We're going to tally all the votes for the year and at the end of the year we will uh, crown someone the what are we going to do? Guesser, Grumper. We're still workshopping We're, we're workshopping it. the title. But you're going to get a crown. We're going to do the top three. It'll be fun. Uh, when we have the official title, we'll let you know. Um, but anyway, the Nerd on Nation has spoken. Um, and they, much like me, think I'll be the Grump of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Much like me. Because you can't um, vote for yourself. So with that, it's going to be uh, me and Tom first and then Josh. All right. Last, uh, it was close between you and me on okay. the Nerd on Nation. Okay. Um, so yeah, there you go. Speak with your, I was going to say dollars, but, but votes. Speak with your votes. I Let mean, us know. kind of It only, yeah. it only costs like a dollar to start voting. Four quarters. So. Yeah. Yeah, four quarters. Easy, baby. Um, so with that, um, we're going to do the complete spoiler. <laughs> wow. And uh, I can see the thought process. That I like tensed up for it. Um, I was ready. And we're going to go and uh, do our initial reactions and our first impressions of the film. Um, and I'll go first. Okay. Okay. Um, I feel like there has been, you know, the funny thing about the internet and, you know, GeoCities, you know, that back in the day time where like things were just like, I heard they're going to do this. Mm -hmm. Like, remember when they said they were going to do a Johnny Bravo movie with The Rock? That was a long no, time No, I don't, but I'm glad yeah. to know that that um, was I'm sad to know that didn't happen. And yeah. and The Matrix 4, I feel like, has been like a thing of legendary proportion of like, oh, they're going to do it. They're going to do it. And they're then for gonna me, do I've it. always been like, well, why? <laughs> what else do they have to say? Um, and it's, I think, a really wonderful thing. Like, the funny thing about uh, filmmaking, storytellers, the whole genre, and if you respect the art of it, and I'm going to quote, actually, Dave Filoni, who uh, is best known from his Star Wars work, and he says, when you watch a Star Wars thing, you understand everything when you understand George Lucas. Mm -hmm. When you understand the creator, you don't have to understand the films he's watched, but just what he likes. Yeah. And so when you watch a Matrix movie, now uh, understanding that the Wachowski brothers are now Wachowskis. They're just called the Wachowskis. Mm -hmm. And they have transitioned into sisters. When you re-watch these films, you're like, oh, this mm -hmm. recontextualizes everything. everything. And then so you're like, maybe 
Lana does have something more to say in a world where VR headsets are a thing. Meta is an actual company in the world. Yeah. Like, so the ideology of me walking into this movie theater and watching this film, I was like, one, it's great to see some of the cast members come back and you're like, oh, let's see what happens, you know? Like, I think the story was done, but it's like, oh, they're back and it's different and it's under new context. And it's like, are they going to just rehash everything or make this movie just feel like Hangover 2, which is pretty much Hangover 1, but in Thailand? Or are they going to do like uh, Force Awakens, which is just basically New Hope, but different? The other desert? Yeah. Uh, Jakku, not Tatooine. Yeah. Um, and so you're watching, I'm watching this and I, I was like, no spoilers, no spoilers on anything. I was delightfully surprised with a lot of things. I thought there was a lot of fun, cool things. I was like, oh, wow, they're really referencing this. And then there was a lot of parts where I was like, oh, that changes the context of a lot of things. How like, And also, like, the ideology of sci-fi, right? Like, waking up into a real world and you were plugged into a digital one. Like, how are they going to up the ante on that? And it's like, oh. And, like, how are they going to change the context of the mans versus machines? And, like, all those things were really kind of delightful to kind of see and explore. And I was really surprised, actually, on, like, the growth of the world building and the lore. And I was like, huh. Like, I was, I was, I was more surprised than I thought I was going to be walking into this movie. To me, I was like, I had almost no expectations walking into this. I'm like, I don't know, man. And I'm like, eh, eh, we'll see what happens. I'm like, I don't know why, you know, like in the trailers, it's like, why there's no Lawrence Fishburne? Like, and I'm like, we'll see what happens. And I'm like, whatever. And I did just say like, man, Yaya Medina Abdul, Yaya Abdul Mateen II, he's everywhere. He's Watchmen. He's Candyman. Now he's Matrix. Like, what else are you going to be in? Um, so Naked just, everywhere. <laughs> Aquaman? <laughs> he's an Aquaman. Yeah. But I was just like, man. So like, it was just interesting to see like what was going to go on and happen to that. That being said, my overall initial reaction of it, I'm like, I was quite pleased with the movie. I thought it was a good installment to the franchise. I think there are weaker movies than this one in this. Mm-hmm. Is it as good as the first one? I don't think there's going to be a, another Matrix movie as good as the first one. Um, just because it was so new and fresh and it was so clean and cut and so precise and so lean. And here, it felt lean in certain ways and it felt also kind of like they're they're trying to flourish here and there and also trying to set up. And so I'm like, okay. Well, we'll see where this goes. Mm-hmm. I'm also just excited that one of the biggest franchises in the world has a sequel coming out from a transgender director. Mm-hmm. So I was like, that's kind of cool and monumental in its own way. Yeah. So that's my initial reaction. Yeah. Josh, I think you should go next. Man, I'm really nervous about this episode. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. So last episode with Spider-Man No Way Home, I talked about how I was kind of like, oh, I wasn't really… I'm like, I'm going to go see it. I'm I'm excited to see it, but yeah. I'm going to go see it. Not, not something to write home about. Matrix, however, Matrix 4, Resurrections. Matrix is one of Bonnie's favorite movies. Oh. Uh, I love The Matrix. So it's kind of like a, a, a household kind of name. Mm-hmm. And so we both were just like pumped to see this. And it was fun. It was fun to watch. There were some things that I was like, oh, that's cool. But I kind of walked out kind of meh. Mm. And I watched it again. And I, it was kind of, there was more to that. So See I'm how like, comfortable you are. You're rubbing your legs. Yeah, I'm <laughs> real uncomfortable. Like, I just like, because I… You think I'm going to cry chop you or something? No, no. <laughs> I just like, expressing a negative opinion's hard for me, man. Mm. Uh, but… 
yeah, I, I watched it again to be like, nah, I can't be, it can't be all of my feeling about it. And I watched it again. I was like, there's some cool shit about this. But I'm still like, meh, meh. But we'll get further into it. Super uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I'll jump in. I'll take, I'll take the mic and the spotlight away from you, Josh. Um, to your guys' point, I think there's a lot of cool, like the, the, the no spoilers, the, but like some of the developments that, that they have in the Matrix uh, since the first one. It's really awesome. Um, it, but it, there was a few things missing. I, I, much like Bonnie, like when the first Matrix came out, it changed my whole world. It's... And I've, I've been deeply entrenched in those films and quotes, especially the first one. Since a very young age, like if you've ever hung out with uh, Tasty D Money, shout out, or any of us, like we still to this day will quote like, "Believe it or not, you piece of shit, you're still gonna burn." Anytime someone goes, ah, "I don't believe that," we're like, "I don't know about when it." When I experienced deja vu, I go, "Whoa!" Yeah, so like, Matrix. I also got really into it because of this thing called Knox's Corner back in the early internet age, where this guy took the Matrix and dubbed over it as a comedy bit. That was the funniest fucking thing in the world when I was like, uh, you know, eleven. Um, but. It, it there are as I've gotten older and and rewatched it and I I saw the original Matrix in IMAX a couple weeks back three oh, weeks wow. four weeks ago, um and just walking out and remembering how phenomenal that film was and I even like the second one third one we can cover an episode mm-hmm. on sometime, but um this was was for me missing something that I at first couldn't put my finger on um. But then after doing my digging, realized what the few things m- missing were that made this not feel like a Matrix film. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and, and no, I think it's still beautifully shot. I think there's a, there's a lot of scenes without spoilers that I, I, I loved. And every time those scenes were, those certain actors or, or characters were interacting, I was like on the edge of my seat with excitement and, and just in it 100%. But there uh, and I want to uh, eggshells I, I could, because they're uh, it's hard it's hard to express how I, I felt after uh, while I was watching it like well, dur- d- uh, uh, the first half was was I was in and then it it, it uh, really took a turn for me. Hmm. Um, I wouldn't say half. So less Tom than is half. not the grump here today. No, Bonnie, Bonnie and I had a conversation when we were watching it the second time, like just trying to what's really. With what's really hard with this franchise, and we've talked about it in other episodes, when it's a sequel, mm-hmm. it's very hard to separate something from its predecessors. Yeah. Sometimes, especially with especially with the Matrix, because when it came out, and they even kind of don't want to make a spoiler comment, they it was mind-boggling. Mm-hmm. It changed. It was at the birth of the internet or the very beginning of the internet. And I just, I think there's a lot of stuff they could have covered in this that wasn't, that has to do with, anyway, we'll get into it. It's on my, this is very interesting. I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to like a spoiler full conversation because yeah. I feel like I'm like on the other side of the fence of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll go so. on to the next two segments of our show, which are going to be our brief synopsis and our production. Brief and synopsis our by brief Josh. synopsis. Yes, it is I. To find out if his reality is a physical or mental construct, Mr. Anderson, a.k.a. Neo, will have to choose to follow the White Rabbit once more. If he's learned anything, it's that choice, while an illusion is still the only way out of or into the Matrix. 
Neo already knows what he has to do. But what he doesn't yet know is that the Matrix is stronger, more secure, and far more dangerous than ever before. Production. <laughs> Distributed by Warner Brothers Pictures, known for Zack Snyder's Justice League, mm-hmm. the Lord of the Rings trilogy, and the Harry Potter franchise. Directors, Lana Wachowski, known for Bound, The Matrix, and Cloud Atlas. Producers, James McTeague, known for Messiah. Lana Wachowski, known for Ninja Assassin, Sense8, and Jupiter Ascending. And Grant Hill, known for The Thin Red Line, uh, The Tree of Life, and Titanic. Shout out to Mikey. Uh, (laughs) Writers, Lana Wachowski, known for Speed Racer, V for Vendetta, and Bound. David Mitchell, known for The Vorman Problem, Cloud Atlas, and Sense8. Alexander Heman, known for Love Island and Sense8. The cast, Keanu motherfucking Reeves. Known for John Wick, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, and Speed. Carrie Ann Moss, Moss, known for Memento, Disturbia, Jessica Jones. Yahya Abdul-Mateen II, known for Aquaman, Watchman, and Candyman. Uh, uh, Jessica Henwick, known for Iron Fist, Love and Monsters, and Game of Thrones. Jonathan Groff, Mindhunter, Frozen, Hamilton. Y'all know him. It's Neil Patrick Harris. How I Met Your Mother, Gone Girl, and Starship Troopers. Yes. <laughs> Why haven't we done a Starship Troopers? Well, I don't man? know. We I'm got doing to. my part. I bring it up. I bring uh, it up. <laughs> Priyanka Chopra Jonas, known for Collateral, uh, Gotham, and Scream 2. And then Jada Pinkett Smith, Baywatch, Quantico, and Dawn 2. Actually, flip those. I don't know how those got flipped. But Other way around? Jada Pinkett Smith from Collateral, Gotham, and Scream 2. Priyanka Chopra Jones from I'm just reading Jonas. off a list, clearly. Yeah. Uh, release date, December 16th, 2021 in Toronto and December 22nd, 2021 in the United States. Runtime is 148 minutes. Budget was 190 million and the gross so far is 106 million. Rotten Tomato score is 65% critics from 274 reviews and 64% audience from 1,000 plus reviews. Ratings. Audiences are great. Uh, sorry, reviewers. But yeah. review, there. that's 1,000 plus reviews. Yeah, I don't know. That's just how Rotten Tomatoes says it. They don't look. They call critics reviews. And they call uh, audience ratings. Okay. I don't mm, know. Whatever. I don't fucking know. Interesting. Um, I did not know that. That being said, so now we spoiler. can go into our full spoilers. If you have not watched it, it's on HBO Max now. You we'll can wait. watch it and come back. And we now just we're gonna wait here for like yeah. a couple of hours. Couple of, 148 minutes. Yeah. The same amount of time for Spider Man No Way Home. Yep. Uh, and now we're back. So uh, spoiler full talk. Fav- uh, favorite qu- uh, favorite parts. Favorite characters, our qualms, and then finally our rating. Yeah. So, favorite parts. I kind of want to. Uh, we're going to Jonathan go Groff as a Smith. You like that? Loved it. I yeah. thought he embodied everything I wanted. Obviously, Hugo was going to be in this, but due to the delays, 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 scheduling conflicts came up, and he pulled out. I think Jonathan Groff was so fucking interesting that, and and, and he played it so well, like the the awakening moment. But there's the moment where he comes in and teams up with Neo oh. inside Simulate. And also Simulate, come on. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he steals the show. Like yeah. he immediately well, steals the show. I mean, show. I'll tell you, that was like a twist that I did not see coming. Yeah. And I was really like, oh, this is a whole new world. Yeah. Where Neo yeah. is working with Smith. This is fantastic. Yeah. And I thought his dialoguing was great. The thing about uh, Smith, at least in the first film, uh, especially is that his his monologues were not only beautiful, but beautifully motivated too. When he's monologuing to Morpheus, trying to get the codes for Zion, uh, telling him how much he hates the Matrix, he hates the smell, the look. Zoo. It's uh, it's it's you feel that he's coming from this place of not only threatening 
um, Morpheus, but, but trying to extract something from him in, in relation to being like, I hate it here too. Um, so having Jonathan Groff pick up that torch, uh, which is big shoes to fill. Like we all love Hugo Weaving here. Um, but I thought he knocked it whoa, out Whoa, whoa, whoa. No, you're right. Um, I thought what, he knocked it What did you think about the… I loved the line too. Like the, the only difference… We're very similar, but the only difference between you and me, Mr. Anderson, is that you have always been you, whereas I Could be have, been, have been anybody. I love uh, when he goes, Mr. Anderson! Anderson! And you're like, oh shit, yeah. he's back! Did, I mean, did you like that, you know, when you first see him… And I forget, what, he, what does he say when he's looking out? Uh, and the, at the, it's so beautiful. It's so beautiful. Oh, and he they, does the and little they, voice. Well, and they clip it back to… Um, the flash. Hugo yeah. Weaving. Looking like, up. did you like that? Um, I did not like the flashes. Okay, so for me, I kind of enjoyed that. Because I kind of liked this, like… Had it only been a few times, mm-hmm. I think I would have loved it. I, I enjoyed it because one, it's a it's an interesting film language thing. Mm-hmm. Because instead of just like, okay, cool, he says the line, and it's like, oh, well, you know, that's it. It kind of made it where it's like, n- Thomas Anderson Neo is like, he's having that trouble discerning from the yeah. matrixes yeah. and real what quote unquote reality. And I was like, it's kind of I wanna, nice. I want to build on this because. Yeah. How it was used in those moments, like I loved that. The framing was the same, everything like that. Or, you know, our first meeting felt like an interrogation and it shoots back to the FBI scene. Loved that. What what ruined that for me was then having that projected onto the screens. We, we'll talk about that later. We'll talk that, about that. Yeah, yeah. that made… No, uh, no yeah. It, it, as, a, as a glitch, it felt to me like yes. this makes sense yes. uh, narratively and thematically. Yeah. And then also… Go, but as a story it, item. Yeah. Well… How you do it. Yes. Like, if you just quick to it, right? Kind of like um, Fight Club, you know? Penis. Oh, yeah, <laughs> it's like, yeah. There you go. It's like, <laughs> yes. There's Tyler. It makes it makes sense. Yeah. Like, because we are supposed to be following Neo's journey. You know, journey of like, he can't discern realities. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's kind of cool. And it's something that hasn't been really done to this effect. Yeah. Like, I think, and there's Tyler Durden is like really good, which I was like, that's cool. But it's like, almost like, it's so blinking you miss it. And it's actually like not like from another shot. It's mm-hmm. like this references the past in a different way. Yes. And so yeah. anyway. In that aspect, loved it. Like well, even in that moment, because it hadn't happened, you know, the other stuff hadn't happened yet. In that moment, I did like it. And then Groff taking the voice on just a little bit. Yeah. And he goes, like, you were the game, right? You wrote that. Yeah. And I was like, oh, man. I was like, oh, shit. Favorite part? Uh, I am a MPH shill. Mm-hmm. And I love anything… And pretty much everything that he is in. Um, I loved his… Uh, so him as the architect. I just… I really love… Analyst. analyst. The analyst. Yeah. Sorry. Well, um, it's like the new architect. Yeah. yeah the analyst like. talking about human nature. Mm-hmm. When he's like, oh, you humans God. will believe the craziest shit. I just like… Fact doesn't matter. Feeling matters. Yeah. I just… I love that scene when well, he's breaking down human and nature so, and so everything. There's that which I really liked as this whole spirit of the film… And I think a lot of people on the internet, and you guys can agree with it, and I will talk more about it. Like, everyone said, like, it's so meta, it's too meta for meta's sake. And I was like, <laughs> I don't know if that's the case. If it's too referential for its own movies, yeah, we could, I could probably agree to that. But to me, like, those conversations, like, that thing of, like, you, he's like, nothing matters to you people. Like, I can sell you all the information you want in the world, but what really matters to you is how does this make you feel? And it will make you actually, we realize your energy will output more for us because you have to know that in the Matrix, humans are batteries for these robots. Mm-hmm. Um, and they want more energy. He's like, and the more emotion will make you feel in this version of the Matrix, the more energy output you're going to give mm-hmm. us. And I'm like, 
holy shit, he is so talking about our internet culture and our meme, the cult, yeah. the meme wars and all that it stuff. Well, and that, it builds the... upon the first film. I don't know if you remember this during during um, Agent Smith's monologuing, but he says that the first iteration of the Matrix was a utopia, mm-hmm. and they hated the human. They lost what he says is um, fields of crops were lost, which he means humans. Mm-hmm. They all rejected it um, because there was no. Conflict. It kind of builds on that. There's no emotional. Uh, 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 build, but he says that he goes. What we created now is we think that humans build their reality around their struggle, around their conflict, and so it's taking that idea to the to the nth degree. Right? Yeah, no, I mean, and it's also built on Morpheus is like, what is real? If real is you know how things taste and feel and smell, then they're just reality is just electrical synapses. You think that's yeah. air you're breathing? Yeah, and so it's <laughs> it's that kind of it continues off of that. It's like how <clears throat> driven we are by our emotions. So. And yeah. just to uh, Continue the analyst uh, when he's using bullet time against mm-hmm. Neo, yeah. like and just I, I I love when special effects are used. I showed uh, Tom a video by Watsky recently, mm-hmm. and the way that they edited this video, it was like a stutter edits, but it was still in time. It was really interesting, but the way that they they edited this and the way that they did it, I just was it was fascinating to watch everything be in slow motion, but his talking was still in sync and mm-hmm. everything was like in regular... T- it was it was just a really cool scene to watch. Yeah. It, it, is, it wasn't as like breathtaking, I think. I, I never watched the first Matrix in theaters or when it first came out, but I remember everyone talking about how bullet time was such a huge thing. Yeah. And it was cool that, you know, not that they, I think they were trying to top, like, hey, this is how we revolutionize you know, filmmaking with like a seat, uh, you know, like an entire rig of cameras to like revolve around Carrie Ann Moss. But it's like, we're going to reference something within. And it's also referenced in textual of like the game developers making a new game. It's like, what's going to make the Matrix, the new Matrix game better? And it's like, oh, bullet time. And then they bring it in. I was like, that, so there was, there was yeah. a nice little motif of like, oh, that was like setup, I guess. The glitching effect uh, or the stutter is is a... The first time I ever saw that uh, is Ridley Scott's Gladiator. Mm-hmm. And what happened is that the fight scenes, um, I can't remember if it, the, the camera's batteries, one of the camera's batteries was dying. And so the shutter speed was slowed down. So I don't know if you remember any of the fight scene, the very first one where they're yeah. in the woods, they're fighting and it'll cut to this, like everyone's still moving in real time, right? It's still um, 24 frames per second, but the shutter speed is is slow. Mm-hmm. So it's it looks choppy, but it's still recording the same amount. It's really fascinating. It looks like they kind of took that idea, and it was an accident, and he loved it, and he put it in his film. But it looks like they used that same kind of uh, technique. Yeah, they just shot MPH cool. with a sh- low shutter speed and then threw him against a green screen, which is really fascinating to me. Um, Favorite yeah. part? Favorite part? Uh, I mean, no. <laughs> Um, for me, uh, I think I don't have one on the tip of my tongue right now. Uh, I really liked just catching up with Neo where he's at in the mm-hmm. Matrix at the beginning. Um, it's very much to me. It's so funny. I felt like the beginning. I was very like, all right, you gotta have to sell me on like how we're gonna come back. Like, spoilers. They died. What? Yeah. The, how the hell are they back? <laughs> yeah. Like, what the hell is this? And it's like, okay. He would like, and the, you know, they start with him with the computer monitor. I'm like, but it's a new computer monitor. I'm like, okay. And then also just the beginning sequence, like it's a shot for shot bar- like remake of that's Trinity's what I was thing, gonna right? say. Fuck. And, I was like, well, just too bad it's mine now. Yep. <laughs> so, uh, and then we get Bugs who's in there, and she's like, what's going I know on? This. And then I was like, but that's not Trinity. And I'm like, 
oh shit, this is like it's very you know metatextual in that way. We're we're an audience watching a, an audience watching something else, mm-hmm. and you think it's all gonna play out, and it doesn't play out. And then all of a sudden you see Yaya Abdulmateen, you're like, who the hell is this guy? And then your men are already dead. And then you know they do, he's Agent Smith and all that stuff, and he literally calls himself Agent Smith. I'm like, what? And I was like, okay. And then I remember had Corey had said like. This is a new version of the Matrix. I'm like, okay, so in this new reloaded version of the Matrix, Matrix iOS 12.101, I'm like, okay, like, let's see what this is. And we have Bugs who's there, and then we have this hologram man. I was like, those are different. Like, hologram man and also being able to watch a thing without being detected is also a new thing. Mm -hmm. And then it just jumps into, like, well, now we can open doors and they're like little Doctor Strangey where it's like, okay, cool. Now we're like flipping oh, yeah, on, going to Neo's onto room an axis. Cool. And she's and like there's this cool to me, like this sense of like, oh, we're in his room, a room that can't be found in any other way in the Matrix. But how did you find it? And um, the fact that Smith's like, I went to where no one would look. And then he's like, but I don't know why. And then they start telling me like how this program started finding sentience. And I was like, oh, this is. Uh, what? And then it goes right into Neo. And you're like, okay, all right, let's see what happens. And he's like, he's like developing the Matrix game. And I'm like, okay, so now he's not a hacker. He's a game developer. I'm like, okay. And then- You get the little shots you, of who he is. You 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 just kind of follow him how through. And then like, you see him at Simulate. You see, you know, Tiffany there. And then, you know, you see how his his uh, his boss was. And he's like, I just stopped calling it a habit. And I was like, okay. And then he starts saying, like, to me, I thought that was the fun meta thing was like, Warner Brothers, our parent company. I'm like, oh my fucking God. I can't believe they yeah. actually got away with that. It's forcing us, it's forcing to, us to do another either one. Either we do it or someone else will do it. And I was like, oh my God. I was like, is that? I was like, did they really write that? And the Warner Brothers was like, okay, yeah. But I was like, or was this like a true thing where I was like, well, what are they going to do it without Do a that? fourth Matrix. Yeah. Um, you know? And so I was like, oh my God. It was, it was, there was that kind of for me, again, that what I love most about films, I think, is kind of not being able to expect things. And then so when I'm just like, okay, I'm on the fucking ride. All right, let's see what's going on. Yeah. I mean, I uh, watched uh, Lana in an interview and she said that the, you know, the fourth Matrix was not planned. It wasn't a grand scheme of any sort. Um, she just had some stuff she had dealt with and wanted to talk about. And the only way she knew how to do it was to make a movie. Yeah. Um, some, I mean, some con, uh, just a few things that I, just small things, mm-hmm. like just overall. I love that the operator was like kind of in the scene with them. Mm-hmm. I thought that That's was a cool. That's what he said, the little hologram yeah. boy. Yeah, it was kind of cool to change that, that thing. They always have to have cell phones with them the entire time. Yeah. But or also, the phone, the, we don't have to run to phone booths anymore. Yeah, that that idea, I thought it was, because it, it makes sense if the if the Matrix is the simulation. They should, in theory, based on modern technology, be able to hack almost anything to kind of get back or whatever. But I thought it was just really, I thought it was a really cool way to extend that concept of even just travel, like when they went through the door and then they were on the train mm-hmm. and then the perspective of the mirror when he, when they were like, he's well, like, as you get closer, it gets, it gets bigger, bigger, right? Yeah, I was like, oh, yeah. I like that. Um, just some like fun facts that I thought was interesting. Uh, Neo's uh, reflection, uh, who, the actor who plays his reflection is actually Carrie Ann Moss's husband oh. in real life. And Chad, uh, her husband in the movie is- His name Chad. No, <laughs> was Neo's stunt double. Oh. Uh, in the original Matrix, oh, but he so also he directed John, John Wick. Wick. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. Um, so it was kind of like, there's meta there too. But then I also <laughs> did like the, now you mentioned it, I forgot. Like, yeah, I love the little mirror stuff. And I was like, because you'd catch it, you're like, 
Did I see that right? It's like, what the fuck is that? And I was like, <laughs> oh my God. And, but then also, like, I think there's a lot of times that the movie kind of answers its questions mm-hmm. for me, where it was like, yeah, why did it take so long to find him? It's like, well, they changed how they look. I was like, oh. oh. And then, like, he's like, but why? Why did they bring us back? He's like, well, we found out that you guys output a lot of this crazy energy. And this, and the, also the movie, I feel like, kind of answers a little bit of, like, some criticisms of the original trilogy of the Trinity effect of, like, cool, you have a romantic interest and now you have nothing to do with her. She has nothing to do in these movies other than die. And you have to save her every time. And this one's kind of like, well, no, the only reason that he was powerful to begin with was because she believed in him when he didn't mm-hmm. believe in himself. And then they created now this power. Now it's my turn. Now they created this power together. And I was like, okay, that's kind of cool. And they're kind of like saying like, hey, Trinity is also like a one, but also taking away the moniker of the one. Mm-hmm. Of like, it could be anybody. It's and, the two. And so, yeah. Maybe it's the two. And I, I was I was I thought that was just kind of like nice to see where it was like, yeah, like kind of giving the the playing field so it's not just like, well, you're the one, so you're the one that could do everything. And it's like he's like, you know, he tries to fly, it doesn't work out. And I was like, nice. Um, but uh other favorite parts, I guess for me, um, I kind of really liked this, I don't know, this tough, unspoken, like need urge or something between Thomas and Tiffany where they both kind of like knew each other but they mm-hmm. didn't but also like they had different lives and that later on played on to how like when we take her out like what if she doesn't want to yeah and like that idea like that goes back to the first one where Morpheus is talking about like you know some of them don't aren't ready and they aren't ready to be awakened yet and it's like, she slaps his jaw off like she says she wants to and then goes that's for using kids yeah and but it's like that where it's that thing where it's like yeah like and the older you get the harder it is to get out you know like you know it's metatextual of like you know older people using the you know social media websites and it's like so hard for them to kind of like see the differences between like what a meme is versus what a fact is and it's it's crazy to kind of like see it kind of just done in a way that's like Again, you're saying it without saying it, and you're saying it with like a metaphor or allegory, which I fucking love. Um, I also just kind of liked like when Morpheus Smith <laughs> is fighting Neo in the dojo again. Yeah. And then like, you know, I, nothing against Keanu Reeves, but it's like he's not as spry as he used to be when he made the first film. So like instead they're like… He was Realizing gonna- that he's 57, um, I was yeah. like… Yes and no. There's also a reason the fighting wasn't on well, par with this one. It was to me, it, was, it wasn't going to be like we're going to flourish as much as like fighting uh, in the sense, but more like, well, I'll, I'll, like the thing is like, we're going to bring him back. It's like, but he forgot how to be Superman. Like mm-hmm. he was flying around doing all these things. And then I was like, now it's like, okay, now he command mayos. I'm like, okay. So it felt like we're going to bring back certain things, but we're going to change certain things too, which I was like, I was okay with that because it was like, you can member buries me to death and be like, this is a recreation of this fight, but if we don't do something new, then it's like, all right, well, then this doesn't build on anything. And so the yeah. fact that Neo still has in touch with like his like, you know, the one abilities, I was like, I was like pretty his like, oneness. Oh. Yeah. So I was like, okay, cool. Like the fact that he had to just block bullets for a long time. I was like, yeah, why didn't he do this in the last ones? I'm like, okay, well, I'm cool with that. Like most of the time he's just using his like his force abilities. And I was like, okay, I'm cool with that. Yeah. Um, any other favorite parts? Uh I mean the ending scene where where they're kicking the shit out of MPH was pretty great. Where she got to do the jaw thing, like she said, and then snaps it back on. Mm-hmm. Um, but then the, I just there's this moment where I think he says, like, so you can paint the sky with rainbows. And she's like, rainbows? I didn't think about that. That's kind of nice. That moment, uh, honestly, anytime it was it was Keanu and Carrie Ann Moss in a scene together, 
their dialogue scenes, whatever it was, I was hooked. I was like in it. I was like, these scenes are really well written, phenomenally acted. And just like, of course, fans of the franchise, we want to see Neo and Trinity figure it out, whatever they're going to figure out together. They're both lost in those moments, but somehow still finding this connection with each other. Um, yeah, I really, I really dug those, those scenes a lot. Uh, in 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 the coffee shop or or you know the rooftop all that kind of stuff. Yeah, Josh, I said mine. Um, I lo- I really liked Io. I really liked seeing like oh, a new world I was and gonna, yeah. and like it's expanded and it's flourished under peaceful times and even though there's still a war going on, but yeah, there was there was a time of peace and Niobe being like, I've seen all the war. I don't want to fight anymore. Like I when don't everybody lose. steps forward and yeah. they're like showing that 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 was I didn't remember that when they all when she's like there's this really unsafe mission and they all just step uh, forward before yeah mm-hmm. and you they, can't fire me yeah, <laughs> it's like, like volunteer well also but it's like uh they're like are you crazy it's like if it's as important as you say it is like we all are going to step up i'm like that's really cool and it's like it felt that oh human hope to survive kind of yeah. thing I'm yeah like, yeah everyone's gonna i be also there. thought that that um the old age makeup mm-hmm. on jada pickett smith uh both bonnie and i were like that is probably some of the best i have seen in a like that I can think of, uh, like they, you were like, wow, that because usually you can tell, mm-hmm. see even just a little bit, but this I was like, wow, well, well done, yeah, and I mean, also I just liked also they're like, oh, these are sentient, and they're mm-hmm. like they're they're working with machines now. There's like mm-hmm. it was not a them or us, it's they are with us, and I was like. Yeah, because uh, to me, I was like, if it's gonna come back, it's like it's just robots versus aliens, I'm, or robots versus humans. I'm like. I, I'm like, Ugh, I love the idea of like the the kind of like pet robots, oh. like the the little stick oh the little octo yeah, yeah. octo octo hand yeah. mm-hmm. but also I liked um that programs could live in the real world too mm-hmm. and so I was like that's Beans. what Smith wanted and I'm like I I was like there is there can be coexistence there can be harmony and I think there was that sense that I really liked that evolution from in the Matrix it's a them versus us and then here it's a it's a us but we're still fighting each other. And you don't, and we, and we are still fighting this sense that there needs to be an order to who is the superior life forms. And then this kind of like change that where it's like, no, we both want to benefit each other. And I was like, that's kind of interesting. Like programs working with humans and robots now working with humans. I was like, that's, that's a cool uh, graduation for sure. Yeah. I was like, that's, I was like, I really like that progress and that kind of like world building and lore. And I was just like, oh, this is very interesting. But then also. What happens when you build alliances? You could build betrayals. And I'm like, oh, I was like, okay. You know, like, is that going to happen in the future? Who knows? But um, no, I, I kind of liked also seeing that certain character. Like, I like seeing bugs a lot mm-hmm. because, like, she not necessarily was Morpheus, but, like, she was like, I'm going to do whatever I can. And it doesn't matter if I get in so, many tr- so much trouble. And I really liked that kind of, like, she was her own character. She kind of, like, stood out the most for me in terms of, like, a new addition to the film. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I just I could I could do a whole movie about her. I like that'd be really cool. So yeah. Um, and also I just kind of like that like there was this like legend kind of thing. It was like everyone knew about Neo and Morpheus, yeah, a, a Neo, uh, like Neoographer, Neo story, Neo story. Yeah. yeah, I thought that was that was fun. Um, but like you know there was this you know there was uh, a monument created for Morpheus and stuff like that. When they're going down the elevator and he's like, this is just like. The the kid is like, this is just a really big moment. And he turns and shakes his hand. Yeah. And it's just like, that's a... That's I'm a, Neo. Yeah. yeah. It's like, 
It's it very kinda, Keanu. Yeah, yeah, it's very Keanu. I was like, oh, that's a total Keanu moment. Well, because yeah. he doesn't, you know, he never believed he was the one. So to him, it's just you're he's just doing the shit he needs to do. Yeah. Yeah. Um and uh no, I, I like the kind of like the heist to save Trinity. It's not like the same as the heist to save Morpheus. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was like it was like, oh, okay, we have to do all this stuff, but it's in the real world this time. And I'm like, oh, that's kind of cool. And I just kind of like the design of that entire like room too. I was like, oh, this is very stark different because we remember Neo waking up next to a bunch of pods. And yeah. now it's like there's just a room. Yeah, with they're them like too. super pods. Yeah. And then they're like, super powered. Yeah. And when he wakes up, like it's almost very similar to what it is, except these machines work for the good guys. I'm like, oh, yeah. that's kind of that's kind of cool. Uh, the the concept of like and the design of them, like they're not they're not right up next to each other because they'll be too powerful, mm-hmm. but they're just far enough to activate the, mm-hmm. the superpower that they were talking about mm-hmm. of like as long as we kept you guys close enough, we could have that and that I, superness and superpower. I think, I think there was a cool little like director like Lana coming out and saying like the things that happened to Neo or to Thomas, whatever, of like they turned his life into a video game. Mm-hmm. Where it was like, you know, the Wachowskis and everything they've been through have become like, you know, not like I think the Matrix films bastardized their, you know, expression of who they were, but the th- the offshoots, I think kind of like, it's like, oh, it's become like, an outside of more of a thing instead of like yeah. these intimate moments. Well, they have that moment where they're all discussing the game and they're saying the same things over and over again. And they even like pick up on a lot of the uh, right and wrong stuff where they're talking about like, oh, you know, the the game is like this uh, trans um, story. Mm-hmm. but or, Trans and politics. Yeah, or someone else sits, switches to this. We're like, no, it's not. It's about, you know, choice or no, it's not. I, I, I like that a lot, actually. Yeah. You, you know, uh-huh. hearing Lana be like, I'm aware of all the shit you say mm-hmm. about my movies. Yeah. Um, but okay. Oh well, all right then. <laughs> Alexa had to speak up. Yeah, that's creepy. I mean, I like uh, this. <laughs> um, wow. But also machines. I, I, I do have to make a like kind of a shout out. One of my uh, early crushes, Christina Ricci. Mm, yeah. yeah. Showing up, I was I like, oh damn. Yeah. Christina Ricci. Uh, favorite characters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Come so in. we'll do we'll do we'll do three. Okay. That's, that's a huge okay. cast as well. Yeah. Uh, who wants to go first? I'll go first. Okay. Um, I mean, I already said I really enjoyed uh, MPH, the analyst. Um, I also love Bugs, mm-hmm. and I'm I've got to give it up to Jonathan Groff as Smith. Mm-hmm. I just anytime yeah. he was on, at first I was like, oh, it's not Hugo, and then he just he knocked it out. Like there were even some vocal things that he did that I know it was just him doing it. Yeah, and it was like. Oh, you beautiful man. Yeah. Like, he did just a, the delivery mean, of like because it's a certain it's 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 not just like Hugo Weaving, it's just his his character. Mm-hmm. The character of Smith is so like specific. Seeing in that a sense. switch go off too is really yeah. great. And like the during when the sprinklers are going off and he picks up the 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 gun and you just get this like he starts smiling and he does that Mr. Anderson. Mr. Anderson. And you're like, oh baby. Yeah. But uh, Bugs, I mean, you already kind of said, like, it's just like a, she's just a dope chick kicking ass and making shit happen. Yeah. Uh, Smith is my number one. Uh, I was just fascinated with him on on screen at all times. And his his arc was really interesting to me. Like, teaming up with Neo was exciting for me. And then even being like, well, our brief partnership. Alliance. Alliance comes to an end. Uh, Obviously, gotta love uh, Neo. Uh, Keanu, I have such a crush on Keanu Reeves. I love him so much. I just man wanna, crush. I want to hug him. 
uh, and Trinity. Because all of their scenes together were when I was really hooked. I did also really like when she started flying and he's like, I'm not doing this. And I was like, oh, that's really yeah. nice. Um, favorite character, I think first off would be Bugs. Second, probably, probably Neo. And third, uh, I, I liked Morpheus Smith. Uh, I might be the uh, the minority in it, but I just kind of liked that. I liked him. I wish they used him more. I th- I liked that there was a sense of like the, that that kind of meta commentary of like you created someone, you created memories of me and and Morpheus and Smith combined because we were the two people that like shaped you. And I was like, that's mm-hmm. very interesting. That's an interesting critique or commentary on the original trilogy. And then that's why it's like. Uh, okay, I guess it's that's why we don't have Lawrence Fishburne. But it's like, yeah. but I still would have wanted Lawrence Fishburne. Sure, uh, but like, it no was, one can deliver lines like Lawrence. Really. But then it as was good like, as uh, as yeah, yeah, is it's. But also, it's like, oh, okay, he's a pimp. He just wears pimp outfits, not like just leather all the time. And I was like, he's just always like in style. But then, like, it was like it was a cool like. There always is nice. I feel like it, it hit this really good like the the robot assistant or the AI assistant that helps out like a Jarvis or like an Alfred in, you know, Batman Beyond. But it was like, oh, like Morpheus Smith is here. It's like, I kind of don't have to worry about him, but I'm very glad he's here. Mm-hmm. You know, so. Nice. Um, but yeah, that's those characters now for qualms. Quim qualms. And, and I'm I will, looking at two barrels right I now. Will, I will go first. Yeah. Uh, because I, what I want to say is that you know that I don't often come to the table with with hardcore Bam, qualms and like I feel bad because I feel like I'm coming to the table with baggage <laughs> uh, based on my own nostalgic fandom and whatever and I apologize to you guys and our listeners but like for me don't need I, to apologize <laughs> I just I you're good here's the thing the, the Matrix trilogy no matter how good one is or others aren't or whatever it has a certain style to it. It has a certain design to it. It has from the music to the fight choreography, set design. set design and stuff like that. And so if you're going to make a trilogy in really any franchise, I would hope that it's basically just an, it's, it's an addition. Not saying that things can't change, that things can't move forward and they can't. This didn't. But it should be cohesive. If it's it a- should be cohesive. It should be like, oh, this is a Matrix movie. Cool. I walked away with this with like, though it was really fun to watch, there were times where I was just like, it just didn't feel like a Matrix movie. The 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 fight scenes were slow and clumsy, in my opinion. The music was not noteworthy. Mm-hmm. Like I the the music of Matrix, I'm like, oh yeah. Well, mm-hmm. okay. So this is something I wanted to dive in with the fight scenes. This is why. Um, the original trilogy had a man uh named uh I think I want, to, I want to pronounce this right. Yoon Woo Ping, mm-hmm. who did Jackie Chan, Drunken Master. He did all the Ip Mans. He's a legendary martial arts choreographer. Yeah. Do you know who did it on this one? Who did the choreography on this? His son. Lana. Oh. Um, and oh, I, I, as usually for a film like this, you would get a second team with the fight choreographer who knows how to shoot uh, fights. And you'd have the directors on set to make sure everything's cohesive, getting the coverage you need, all that kind of stuff. But in those moments, the fight choreographer who's, is who steps up. Um, they did not get a second team either. Mm-hmm. Lana directed it and choreographed all the fights. And oh, I do think… It was a detriment. 
it was a detriment. And, uh, you know, there's something, especially in the first film, but in all of the Matrix films, whether you like the second, third ones or not, it is a beautiful dance with what I call fight accents in them. Those are things like memorable moments when Smith catches Neo's hand and he extends his fingers and he gets the, like that kind of There's stuff. a specificity is the way that I think about it's a it. Dance. The, the movements are very like, they're, it's precise. Mm-hmm. They're like, there's no, there's no accident. They were technical. Well, and, yeah. But also there's wide shots. Mm-hmm. There's wide shots to show the full choreography where this here, they only use wide shots to show how it looks photo- similar to yeah. the original film. Like yeah. the punching of a pillar or the the multiple, you know, punches at the same time. It's like, those are just shot-for-shot shot remakes, which it's not, you know, I'm, it's probably hard to make as a film. Yeah. But it's like you're replicating that thing versus like having something new to say in the fight choreography. Yeah. yeah. And and each of those fights told a certain story. Um, and I, I'm, I'm mainly referencing the, the, the first film when I'm talking about these because it's the one I'm most familiar with. Um, but, but things like, you know, um, the, the dojo scene in the first Matrix is probably one of the most beautifully shot fight scenes I've ever seen when it comes to not only shot coverage, but the choreography itself being memorable. I can remember almost every beat of that fight. And I, I can't tell you a single beat from any of the fights in this movie. Yeah. So, I mean, that was the, that's the unfortunate thing is it's like I, even when I was putting together my notes, I was like, wow, I'm having a hard time remembering favorite parts. Like, cause there was like, there were a couple of things where I was like, oh yeah. So that's why I always like enjoy our conversations mm-hmm. at the table because it's like, oh yeah, I, f- I forgot about that. Oh, I didn't I even clock that. Yeah. yeah. Um, my other, <laughs> silly, Neo's fucking hand shield power. <laughs> like every time he did it, I rolled my eyes and just was like, ugh. Cause I mean, it kind of <laughs> goes along with the, the preciseness and the what we were talking about with the fight scenes his hands were just kind of like like Keanu Reeves like yeah. going whoa like I just like he would do this thing and he did it every time like and when they were doing the motorcycle thing it was like a, I it's I the video on YouTube you'll have to see my shenanigans of what I'm like <laughs> well so I, I mean like, like let's like well, let's compare it to how it was in the original trilogy right his hand just goes up it's open palm and then he says yeah, no and like then it a, stops and it's it's very graceful. Yeah, we're here Even in the second film. Graceful. Remember, he does it. The yeah, whole the whole archway is yeah. shooting at him. He and, and so in here, it's very just frenetic. It's very like actiony. But I mean, that's Jackie Chan's critique on American action versus you know Chinese styled action, where like you were not allowed to see everything done because you're not having an action stunt coordinator mm-hmm. fi- like doing all that stuff. So it's not as beautiful as it done. And, and American audiences do love that. They do love like a dirty gritty like smash cut like in unintelligible kind of edit which is not like you as a listener but a mass doesn't differentiate as much as we are going to do on the show which yeah. is yeah, uh, yeah a sad thing um, but no i see that and it's like it is tough because being a matrix movie is a double edged sword mm-hmm. because you do get to explore really cool concepts but you also making a new Matrix film, there is a certain style and feel. Expectation. Thank you. That's what I was looking for. Expectation that comes along with it. And it's a tough one to meet because they really fucking knocked it out of the park. Like you said, that first movie especially is so lean and it's every single moment of that first movie is memorable and well done and well shot that it's, it's tough to live up to. And it's, it's, uh, you know, it's, it's hard not to come to the table with baggage. Yeah. Because it, it, it does. It's not just like, it's not just like we're getting a number two. Yeah, we have. This is the fourth one, mm-hmm. and the 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 
Number two and three, though, I don't remember them as well. I have seen them multiple times. They still had a style mm-hmm. that was well, they still Matrix. had yeah, right choreography. Yeah, so it's it's hard. It, it was yeah. very hard, and I don't think I achieved it of just like you know separating. I'll yeah. talk. I'll talk about my qualms, and then we can you go, you go first. No, you go because <laughs> you might. I have a. I'm having trouble picking two, and if maybe you'll cover. You covered one already. Um, I think for me, um, I don't know. I, I kind of don't agree with some of the cast choices. Like, like I don't agree with Yaya Abdul Mateen II being in there. I don't agree with Jonathan Groff being in there. Mm. Like, everyone else is the same, and these new characters are li- these new actors are literally the same characters. And so, like, I understand it to a artistic standpoint and for the storytelling standpoint, or scheduling conflict standpoint. But it's just also <laughs> just like. The movie was delayed already, so why? Wait until he can do it. Like why? Yeah, <laughs> and it was just like, and it's hard to say where it's like I don't know what happens, you know, behind the scenes and what could have happened, all what have went down. The fact that Hugo Weaving sticks by that might have been where that line came from. Maybe Lana wanted to wait till Hugo was ready, and Warner Brothers was like, well, we're making it with or without you. Maybe and she was like, cash on uh, the drop. and which which it, it sucks. I think to me, it, it kind of creates a detriment because it's kind of like, in a way, I had to do a lot of like oh, I'm engaging with the film only because I feel like there is a lot of things that it's trying to say and do at the same time, and I'm trying to understand the director. Um, But that, in that sense, was kind of like, it just felt like it's tough because this is like, this is one of your tentpole films. And so like, you know, Avatar 2 has, it's been 10 years and you haven't even come out yet with that. Where this Matrix, like people have been wanting this for a long time. And then it's also like, now that we get our chance to do it, like we couldn't wait. And that, that maybe that's a Warner Brothers thing. Sure, mm-hmm. I'll blame the studio for whatever. Um, but it's just also just like, eh, whatever. Um, second. And then the second one, I would probably say I just felt like the... I feel like there was a little bit of... I don't know. It was kind of like the beginning of the film had to do so much legwork. And it was just so like, all right, what's going on? Um, and we wanted to know what this new Matrix world was. And so the second half of the film felt like two different films. So the second half felt like one film and the first half felt like another mm-hmm. film. And it wasn't that it had a good, like, it didn't make sense. On, a, on the paper, it makes sense. But as synergy goes, it kind of just like, kind of just feels like, well, we're in this new matrix. I feel like there was a moment where there was a montage scene of him getting his prescription back and he's taking the medication. Like, they, like, included so much information yeah. in there. And I was like, this is, like, it was a very well-used, good use of montage. But then later on, the film is kind of like, well, you're just going to do the matrix thing. And you're just kind of like, it's going to be action. It's going to be bullets. It's going to be cars. It's going to be chases. It's going to be hacking into this, going into that. Someone's going to die. Someone wants to risk their life for something. And a belief of something going to happen. Mm-hmm. And to me, it's kind of like a little bit of like a belief. Well, it's, it's weird because like, I think there was a really cool moment. Like I thought the simulate moment where like Trinity has to make a choice was great. Them running away from people falling from buildings was like, whatever, like that kind of action. was just like, it's different. And we've never seen this mob in zombie mode kind of thing. Swarm yeah, mode. Mine kind and of. I was like, whatever, like, there's part of me that's like, I kind of would have just wanted everyone to turn into agents and, you know, you just have a whole, you know. You, you, you took the words out of my mouth. Yeah. You I was whole- talking to Dana about it and I was like, there's no stakes with this. Like, no one felt like they were in danger 
the, in the first trilogy, it's that like you see an agent, you run. Like that's terrifying. When they show up, one of them shows up. You're like, oh shit. Well, and someone then, definitely is gonna might die. In the second <laughs> one, you got the twins. Yep, who are like ghosts, man's. Yeah, and then you have uh, Agent Smith, who's getting stronger and stronger. Yeah. but then here, and also like, there was that weird sense of like the exile programs. I was like, I didn't really need to have this. It was kind of cool to talk about it, but I'm like, he, him, the Frenchman. I was like, whatever, whatever, okay. Did anybody die? No, that that was gonna be my my continuation of that. Is like the weight of the if of a lot of things were were taken away because in the first film every everyone fucking dies and it's like holy shit this is they got to save this and then like even in the last moment of the movie they're waiting to pull the EMP the tensions there on the other side cuz Neo's running to find the the door the thing the machines are tearing in while Trinity's giving like well i mean also saving ne- uh, Morpheus from 3 Agents is like, oh my God, that's a suicide mission, but he's like the grand poobah. And so it's like, we want to save him, but it's like, yeah, Cypher takes down like the entire crew. And so you're like, oh, these characters that I wasn't really too connected to are all now gone. Where here, the only new character they really kind of like created was Bugs. And Mm -hmm. no way in hell were they going to kill Bugs. No. Like they can't kill Smith. They can't kill Morpheus. They didn't kill anybody. And so it's like, who are you going to really take away that we've been introduced? Because we can't also- You thought, oh, they killed the analyst and then- Nope. No. So I thought that girl in the car was gonna die. Yeah, that's too. The she, two yeah, young. she was fine. Yeah, but I mean, even then, it's like I barely got to see you, and if you died, I'd be like, it's kind of sad that you. But there's stakes died. there, at least you know. What yeah, I, mean? I, I just feel like that's what it was. For Cipher me. was. I a, wasn't afraid of the mobs. Yeah, Cipher was. Cipher was a character. Um, Tank was a character, or Dozer was it? Tank, Dozer. Tank and Dozer. Yeah, was it? Was a were characters. Mouse was a character. The two newbies were like, I'm a new historian. I'm like, maybe. Maybe I should care more. Maybe yeah. I should care more. So, yeah. like, there there was that sense of, like, I care a lot about Neo, and I only care about Neo. But also, to your point, like, he was God mode already. And so we're going back to a character who's God mode. So it's like, what are we going to do in order for him? It's like, but God mode can't save Trinity, which, again, is why BVS is a great movie, because you attack the morals of the character. Mm-hmm. So instead, Neo is, like, always like, I got to believe. I gotta believe Trinity's gonna make the right choice. I gotta believe all humans are gonna make a good choice. But it's like, instead, it's like, no, you have to make a tough decision where it's like, we kill her now or you come. Yeah. Like, and he doesn't have to make a decision. He, he, he no decisions. So, anyways. But, uh, Corey, you have my two. two qualms. All right. You guys cover a lot of mine, which is nice. Projecting the movie up on the screen as if it was part of the game, but it's, it's the movie, the original Matrix. I had a tough time figuring out how they did that. Like, are you saying that someone filmed the real events of the Matrix and put them up on a screen somewhere? So I think using all the camera angles that the Wachowskis did, even reflecting the pills in the glasses. In 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 this world, my theory to that is that the game he created was literally shot for shot, like the movie. Sure, but did they did they? It's not a game. That's a movie. In in this and this is the the theory of like because I said the same as like can I see the game? Can I see how the game looks like? And they're yeah. like when you made the game, people lost their concept of what reality was. Right. But and so I'm like, so but that's what I'm saying. It's like they're saying in this world, this the version graphics of the game are, so good. are the ga- graphics are the movie level. Yeah, that 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 and also so they the were same shots from what, what we saw. Like it doesn't make sense to me how they got that. It didn't make sense. It it, it totally broke it for me. Like that was such a movie breaking moment that I 
I, uh, from then on, I was kind of like, I don't know if I can do this, uh, including with the other things we talked about already. That, like, I loved the flashes. I loved the glitches of him having memories of certain things. But, like, if they took it from Neo's memory, then it should be all first-person view. I just don't know how they got the Wachowskis film in the film to be the movie. I mean, he, pro- he programmed the game, technically. And then, yeah. like, the the machines... Who can regrow bones and eyeballs? But then like, we're in the game at one point, and it's none of the real people. So, like, what's we're in the game? The the simulation he he created with different the modal Trinity, yeah. Yeah, is it, when? Well, I'm sorry. In the beginning of the game, we're in the modal. It's none of the. It's not Morpheus. It's not Trinity. So did he then? I don't. I just don't understand. I guess it, it just broke me for, for. It was too much of a meta <laughs> moment seeing actual footage from the first Matrix being like, your game. And I was like, Dah. maybe show us some CGI version well, of no, it. Well, no, and I mean, I think to your point, like, it's kind of like, it, it is a little convoluted of trying to figure out, like, so he created Morpheus Smith in the game, and then that program left the game, but then Bugs was in the game in the Matrix. She was in the, not even in the game in the Matrix, she was in an offshoot of the game in the Matrix in the Matrix. Yeah. And so... <laughs> Uh, so yeah, to just, that point, I was like, so he became a real thing OMG. in this version, in this level of so, the matrix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the projection thing, and it really ruined those flashback things for me because I was like, I, I don't know. Um, and then f- the other thing for me was, uh, the monologue that the analyst has at Neo in Bullet Time felt very expositiony and unmotivated. Like, it felt really weird for me that the analyst, knowing that Neo continually keeps almost breaking out and regaining consciousness and is now out, goes, you know what? It's fun because the only thing we couldn't control is this one thing I don't want you to know about, and I'm going to tell you all about it right now. Man, if you and Trinity were just to get together, that would ruin this whole thing. Anyway, bye. And it just, it, it ate away at me. And it's because the monologue in the first film is so motivated and so good. Uh, it, it just felt like a mustache twirl moment for me. Mm-hmm. And I fucking love Neil Patrick Harris. And he acted the shit out of it. Um, <laughs> and he, he was really phenomenal in that moment. But in that moment, I was like, why, why is he telling him any of this? Why? It's only a detriment to him because now Neo knows everything. Well, I mean, I, I would have to say, I feel like that's a lot... I mean, it's kind of a remnant of Reloaded and Revolutions. There's a lot of those kind of moments where it's like exposition for no fucking reason. Like the architect Maybe. explaining everything. It's like, you only care about Trinity. You don't care about humanity. And it's like, I'm doing this. I've done that. It's like, okay. Like, and I, I think to me in that sense, like it's remnants of those things. I know we have a lot of rose tinted glasses about the first movie, but also you have to understand that I think the writers and directors of this movie were also the ones who did the second and third. Yeah, and sure. so it's like it's sure. not like it, it. It doesn't excuse it. Yeah, no, me, no, 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 no. I'm not um, saying it doesn't excuse it, but it's kind of like, well, how? Did because th- at least in those moments with the architect and stuff like that, they're being confronted by Neo, right? Neo's found them, figured it out, and in this moment, Neo is helpless. He doesn't. He has all the power there. There's no reason for him to. He's not being confronted. He came for Trinity, and the analyst knew it and tricked him. There's no reason for him to tell any of this shit. Like he could just send him off wherever he needs, and it just felt like. A little different than those moments. Mm-hmm. I get it. Mr. Anderson, those kind of speeches were always motivated by a a trying to convince him, trying to intimidate him. But this just felt like a weird... Expo drop. 
expo drop. Yeah. And it didn't, it felt unmotivated, I guess. And that, that, it, it just took me out of it again. And I think it, it just, yeah, it was a bummer. Maybe, maybe I should pick Corey. <laughs> I think you should have. Yeah, it sounds like Corey hates this movie. So, we'll, you don't know. <laughs> we'll uh, go straight to the ratings. So, who goes first, Corey? Uh, it's me and Josh, and then you. Is it? <laughs> yeah, sorry, it? other way around. Me and Tom, and then Josh. Okay. Tom, you go first. Four. Solid four. I think, uh, again, I thought it was a, a good installment to the Matrix franchise. I think it's better than revolutions. I think revolutions just kind of goes way out of everything. And it's just like, you got God mode in the, in the, in the, in, in the matrix. You got God, like this guy could destroy machines in the real, in the real world now. So like, I don't, I don't fucking know how that works, but we're okay with that. And so this one here is like, all right, at least we're not super powerful. We're not super God mode anymore. And yeah. it's like, he's not as like, good whoa, as he whoa, was. Whoa, 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 hold back, bro. Yeah. And so that being said, and also just being like, this is a new version of the Matrix. So it's not going to look the same as the other one was. There were some things that was like kind of clunky in here and there, but I was just like, I think it was solid. And I thought, like, again, the movie kind of said some things. I feel like it was a good social commentary to the world. And I was just like, all right, cool. And like, I'm on, I'm on the board to like, I want to see another one. I want to see what else we got in the, in the, in the barrel. Yeah. Yeah. Four. Uh, three. Three for Corey. Three solid. Um, you know, you compared it to like revolutions and stuff like that. And uh, I didn't really care for those either. So <laughs> makes sense. I just didn't, I guess, at least with the other, the original trilogy, I knew what the overall message was. And I don't know if it was totally clear here what it was. And I, I, I am of the, I'm also of the camp who didn't think we needed another Matrix. I, I, I thought it was cool Same. when I saw the first trailer, but it's never been one that I was like, you know what I would love to explore more? That, that thing they put a button in and finished. Um, and <laughs> unless it was like with a whole new group of people. Um, so f- for me, without the fight choreography especially, uh, three. Josh? That's what I wrote down. Three. Three. Oh, uh, so I, I did make the right choice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. By extension. Uh, I, this hot take was not a Matrix movie. Mm-hmm. It had the title. but it, Some of the actors. Some of the actors, but it did not feel like a Matrix movie. I wanted more Morpheus too. More, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't, I mean, Lawrence would be great. But I did think the Morpheus was cool, and I wanted I wanted more of him. I just thought he was cool, and then they were like, "All right, background now." Yeah, he did kind of just go in the background around the end, and just saw this silver metal man, and I was like, yep. "Metal man," uh, which I did like. I did like that whole heisty thing. I was like, "Okay, it's kind of cool," but it's like, ah, I would I'd like to see more of him because he was such like a character, and now it's like, well, now Bugsy's that character, and I'm like, right. Bugs is that character. I'm like, all right, and it's all about yeah. like. But also Smith is that character. And it's like Smith has so much more flourish and so oh, yeah. much more fancy. And I'm like, he used to not be not having socks with his suit. And so now he's like business cash. But I'm like, okay. So. Yeah. I just, yeah. And I also missed the third act. It didn't have any tension for me in well, the whole thing. Everything it, just kind of worked. Yeah. And, well, I mean, that's the kind of thing where it's like, you know, they're going to survive because this whole movie is about them surviving. Yeah, and I feel like, to me, I was just like, at a certain point, I know. Uh, to me, I was like, I know Trinity's gonna fly. Mm-hmm. I know for a fact she's gonna fly. But also, yeah. I'm like, is he ever gonna fly? And then you know, he ends up flying. But I was just like, they gave him half of his god powers and then half of not his god powers. Mm-hmm. He's not as good at fighting oh, he anymore. He can fly now, though. He can fly now. So, but uh, th- that's gonna be the thing. I'm like, 
And the second one, I'm like, all right, he could fly. He's going to fight just a thousand agents, or a thousand smiths. I'm like, <laughs> I don't, there's like with Neo, there's never been like, is he going to survive? But will he save someone? That's where tension is. Yeah. But here, we know he's going to save her. Yeah. I so. still stand by what I said when we did our first Matrix episode, which is I was like, this is the Matrix one is a great standalone, uh, single film. And then there's like some pretty good fan films <laughs> out there called <laughs> two, three, and four. Uh, so the shout outs are uh, for both of us. So we got Tommy E, we got uh, Dana P, Kyle R, Logan B, Charlotte G, Dougler. Uh, who else we got here? I'm trying to read past this. Uh, Artemis, Brock P. Adamus. What'd I say? Artemis, yeah. Adamus. What am I in the DC universe? Uh, uh, Lukian and Noe S. Shout outs. You guys are the guests are greater. Gump- <laughs> <laughs> you know what also I missed? Not that many sunglasses. No. Oh, There's yeah. not that many sunglasses in this one. No. Yeah. And not not that many long jackets, but I realized like that's a our like a thing of the nineties. 90s. 90s. Very nineties. So like, okay, thing. they don't yep. have those anymore. Yep. 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 Uh, well, that is our conversation about Matrix Four. Let us know what you thought about the movie. Let us know your thoughts in the comments. Reach out to us in social media. Really, the best place I think is the best place. It's my own opinion. Hot take. Uh, check out the Discord. That is probably the coolest place to continue the conversation because there is a movies channel and it's pretty much always hopping about something to talk about. And so feel free to get in there, jump into a cool community and just keep talking about what we're talking about. Hell yeah. So yeah, it's fun. Share us with your friends and family if you like what you hear today. If you don't, share us with your enemies. <laughs> That's a cool way to get back at them. Uh, share it with the machines. Yeah, share it with the machines. Just share it. Get it out into the matrix. Mm-hmm. Let's spread it. Uh, check out our YouTube because all of our episodes do go to video. Uh, you can see what I'm wearing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, we are on every podcast. Everywhere podcasts can be heard, we are there. Um, check out our website, nerdon.tv. And the very last piece of housekeeping is do check out that NerdOn Nation. Consider joining it. You, you do help to support us to create more content and get to do this more often Hell because yeah. we really love doing this and we really really would love to do this all the time but we're adults we gotta pay bills what? we want to quit our jobs to do this so Speak help us yourself. out baby you know four much, quarters you know how much content we, we could make <laughs> I have a child a, coming a various content you do have a child coming yeah. uh, but that's it thank you so much for listening thank you so much for watching take care of yourselves you know the drill as always nerd, nerd on, on. Ending broadcast.